Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn of CBS affiliate KPIX-TV in San Francisco, and Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Uh, today is a uh, Hall of Fame, I forgot to write it down here, is a uh, Hall of Famers from baseball, okay? Baseball Hall of Fame. Baseball All right. Hall of Famers, okay. Um so let's see, when we uh, come back into the next segment, uh, different topics we're going to cover. Um, Elgin Baylor. Oh, yeah. boy. For those who have never watched him play, what, a, what an awesome play. He was so much fun to watch. I know? think, I, 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 sadly, uh, mo- a lot of our younger demographic yeah. audience, uh, maybe, I don't know, 50 and below, they only remember him as the general manager of the L.A. Clippers when they were bad. Yeah, but they don't oh, remember yeah. him as the player who was a number one draft pick of the Minneapolis Lakers. Yeah, and then throughout his entire career, averaged <laughs> twenty-seven points per game, thirteen rebounds in those short shorts and Chuck Taylor shoes. <laughs> and, uh, and by the time the Lakers won their only championship in his era, 72. he was hurt. Hardly, hardly even played because it was all about Jerry West then. Yeah, yeah, and Wilt, <laughs> and Wilt, yeah. I think about, um, you know, the, the old Converse and the kind of shoes they had back then. And, and now the shoes that they have are just so phenomenal. I wonder, it is amazing to know how many games were played in those crappy shoes. Yeah. And, uh, but we've seen a lot of guys have major foot problems, you know, over the years because of those lousy shoes. Like poor yeah. Bill Walton, you know, probably could have extended his career probably about five or ten more years if he had had decent shoes to play with. Gotcha. Well, he had he had he had foot problems even even at UCLA toward the end, but uh, but I but going back to like the fifties and sixties when Converse just dominated the market <laughs> yeah. with the Chuck Taylors, I would imagine those were the times where you had to have your ankles heavily taped yeah. up the old fashioned way, the, the old high and, and then you put the shoes on. All right, stay with us. Sport Ecom One Hundred and One. We'll be right back.
Like the town itself, Hotel San Luis Obispo is a cultural crossroad where an adventure becomes a life well lived. Located steps from downtown, Hotel San Luis Obispo is the perfect jumping off point for Central Coast adventures. Head to the rooftop for sips and small plates amidst lush planted greenery with stellar views over rolling hills. With quintessential California beach towns just up the road, Hotel San Luis Obispo is both a destination and an experience. Top off your day with a curated list of the best wines from the Central Coast at Ox and Anchor, a classic steakhouse with a modern twist. Call 805-235-0700. That's 805-235-0700. Or go to hotel-slo.com. That's hotel-slo.com. Hotel-slo.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Attention Bay Area homeowners, Pacific Private Money has a loan program that can help you buy your next home right now. No need to wait to sell your existing home first. Our unique bridge loan lets you tap the equity in your current home to provide up to 100% financing on the home you wish to buy. We're friendly, fast, and ready to help you right now. Call us today for more information, 415-883-2150, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk, and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Live life at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. There's something for everyone at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. We've all been spending more time at home and living differently, but when you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. We make it easy for you to work, play, and stay in Calistoga. With many amazing daily happenings and so many wonderful things to do in and around the hotel, there's an array of activities just waiting for you. The safety and comfort of our guests is of utmost importance. As a small boutique hotel, there are never large crowds and we offer beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years. That's the MountViewHotel.com. Welcome back to Sport Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with Vern Glenn and Russell Jackman. We were starting to uh, talk about Elgin Baylor and uh, mm-hmm. shoes and stuff. It's, it, first thing I think about is the movie Like Mike, which is a very fun movie if you've never seen it, with uh, uh, Little Bow Wow, right? You remember sure. that movie? Yeah. I, and, I, and, sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a very fun movie, actually, and uh, he ends up uh, ruining It was not in theaters long, Mr. Mr. Jackman. Yeah. Uh, what's that? It was not in theaters long. No, it was not. Yeah, that's too bad. I know. I didn't see the theater. I thought, yeah, but it's a rent it. Your kids will like it. In fact, the guy who plays uh, the bad orphanage uh, uh, head of the orphanage was uh, Marty McFly's dad. In the oh, is that right? That's like yeah, it's him. (laughs) And little Bow Wow does a very curse. I don't know. He goes by Bow Wow or something now, but uh, he was Bow Wow. He went on to, if memory serves me right, during NBA. All-Star Weekend, Little Bow Wow was a 
regular in the celebrity yes. all-star game. And he, he, he had some handles. He, 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 had, he got game. Oh, he yeah. Did. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of basketball, uh, Gonzaga, is this, their, is this their year? I mean, it better be. Well, I don't know when they're going to get served this easy a set of opponents on a silver platter. For them. A lot of upsets, but not them. I mean, Do you think because of, of, of COVID that that, 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 that has made a, a, a major, major part in the number of these upsets that have been going no on? No Duke. I mean, I, I've not, yeah. No man, Duke. It, yeah. No North Carolina. No Duke, no Kentucky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, these are yeah. teams that you would expect to be, you know, at this stage, and they're not there. So it gives an opening to a team like Oral Roberts, although yeah. I just – I want to see – I want to see someone who has Oral Roberts, like, going, you know, where they've gone and, and, and Liberty and, and some of these other yeah. schools. I want to see the person that, that has the perfect bracket right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would like, yeah I'd <laughs> like to meet that person and shake his or her hand for that one. I, mean, I don't know about you, but Illinois was a major bracket buster in how they went down to Loyola Chicago, which is relevant. Again, I just did a story on Sister Jean for Aww. last night's uh, NCAA postgame show on our uh, CBS local here. It was, uh, did you know, not only is she 101 years old, Sister Jean was born and raised in San Francisco. Did you know that? I did not know that. She was born and raised in San Francisco. She went to elementary school, K through eight, to Most Holy Redeemer Elementary School. This is in the Castro. And then she went to high school at... St. Paul's High School, which is now a landmark. It's not, it's a bunch of condos now, but the, but the name plate on the side of the building says St. Paul's High School, and that's where she went. It's right next to St. Paul's Church, where Sister Act 1 and 2 oh, yeah. were, were filmed. Which so was why doesn't USF borrow her? Why doesn't USF borrow her? You know, get her out on loan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The, um, you know thinking about these upsets, it reminds me of because yeah, you mentioned like how much COVID has to do with it. It reminds me like if you have horses that, you know, the favorites, you know, long shots and all that, but then suddenly if they get onto a field that's completely muddied, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. You know, some horses are just better running in the mud. <laughs> yeah. The whole, the, the, the whole, the whole playing field is even, I think because yeah. of that. And let me just, let me just jump on my soapbox a little bit about East coast bias and the Pac-12, which for years has been perceived as soft because nobody it likes was to soft. The they, Pac-12 they, well, was soft. Well, I'm just saying East Coast bias. They, but, but, I mean, the, the Pac-12 is just perceived west of the Rockies as, as, as really irrelevant. But now, of the 16 teams that are left on the men's side, four of them are from the Pac-12. And no other conference is any more than two. But in the, the last winners. in the last few years, the Pac-12 deserved that reputation because the teams they were putting out were terrible. So it's it's not the fault of of the East Coast bias. It's just you know scoreboard. You have to play better to be recognized as a good conference. And, well, yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a big numbers don't lie type of guy, and so for once, I, I, it's 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 as a son of the ACC, I am proud to see the the Pac-12 finally getting getting some spotlight, getting, getting some love. Yeah, you know, you know what I think is interesting is, and we've talked about this, you know, in years past, you know, good teams like Duke and Kentucky, they seem to only get better because 
high school players, they want to go to those teams. And mm-hmm. if they're really, really good, they're going to get their scholarships. Now you get some ones that are not so well known and they're doing well. And it's well, like, okay, well, this is a little bit closer to home. And USC, you know, Stanford, <clears throat> UCLA, they've always had, they've had good programs in the past, but in the last, other than maybe Stanford in the last five years, they've been abhorrent. They've had terrible coaches. They've had terrible uh, players just haven't measured out. Look at, you know, how many, to, you know, UCLA used to be literally a basketball factory, you know. Sure. Guys, you know. Back when Lou Alcindor played. <laughs> sure. But, you know, then you had Walton. You had lots of, you know, even if you go back to, you know, 95 with their championship year. But since then, you know, they haven't really put together a good team. They've had, you know, a good player here and a good player there. But they have only had like one good player on their whole roster and the rest of the teams have not been very good. So, I mean, I think they earned the fact that they didn't have a good reputation. Yeah, but you've always can you had. Buy, can, can, can you buy the fact that maybe the, the high schooler that comes out of the programs from what, whatever the high school is, I have a, I have a sense of, of that the, these kids, they want to go to college and they want to play right away. Used to be if you were Duke. Yeah. You could ju- you could just you could just take all those high school Americans and uh, and and just sit them on the bench, let let them wait a couple of years, you know, and 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 see their minutes kind of increase off the bench until it's it's like their time. But now these kids they don't want to wait anymore. They want to go to programs. Yeah, those were the days of dial-up modems. Those were those were the days of dial-up modems. And, well, and yeah, uh, yeah, but no here's also were the size of bricks. But how many of the you know the one and done? It's like you don't want to be sitting on a bench for too long. Right. No. No. And especially no. if you're really, really good or you know you're good. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're really, really good, you you want to strike while the iron is hot. That's it. Right. You also yeah, never know if you're going to get hurt. You're right? Uh, sure. Which, by the that's, way, that's, uh, uh, LeBron, man, he had a high ankle sprain, huh? Holy smokes. That is. Yeah. And, and, this, and this is, I mean, the, the, the Lakers are, are, are concerned. I mean, this is a high ankle sprain that can linger. Yeah. And so, so with, with him out and with, with Davis. Davis out, yeah, you know the Lakers they're just an like, average team. Yeah, you know, he's, they yeah, don't. Exactly. He's, uh, he's not a young man anymore. I keep thinking of him as, as a kid because he was born in '84. You know, and when he came out in the he's league, got a lot of miles on him. Got a lot of miles, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're I'm, looking I'm, at nearly a hundred million dollars of salary on the bench when you have Davis and LeBron out. You know, you combine their salaries together, it's like seventy million dollars of of players. Uh, Seventy million dollars worth of of salary cap that isn't playing right now, which is kind of interesting because I think you know sometimes you go, okay, well, should uh, should a player say, well, hey, I'm willing to give up some of my pay to to get under the salary cap to get you know a good player, or do they just kind of look and go, hey, owner, you just have to if they if they're allowed to do that, just hey, you just pay the extra freight to do it. Right, because you get penalized, but you can still break the salary cap, right? Yeah, in the NBA, yeah, in the NBA you can, in the NFL you can't. So, so players do have to do that. But then you get in the situation where guys are getting paid, you know, twenty, thirty million dollars, you know, twelve years from now, and they're still on. You know, you have the the Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, exactly. That that deal gets brought up all the time. All the time, million dollars a year. Until so, you know, you and I are going to be in the grave. That's right. Okay, hey guys, uh, can we cut to our first commercial break trivia question here? Talking about the Hall of Famers, baseball. 
Before entering into the Negro, into the, excuse me, before entering into the major leagues, this player was with the Indianapolis Clowns of the Negro Leagues. When outfielder Bobby Thompson broke his leg, this opened the door for this future Hall of Fame great. Who was it? All right. Edward at Sports Econ 101, the Indianapolis Clowns. That was uh, one of the uh, Negro Leagues teams, you know, like the Kansas City Monarchs. And, and, uh, I don't know how they got that name. It's kind of interesting, but okay. Uh, so, again, before entering the Negro – I keep saying that. I'm writing, reading too fast. Before entering into the major leagues, this player was with the Indianapolis Clowns of the uh, Negro Leagues. When outfielder Bobby Thompson broke his leg, this opened the door for uh, this future Hall of Fame great. Who was it? Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with the answer to that question. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov.
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with Russell Jackman and Vern Glenn. All right, here's our first trivia question. Before entering into the major leagues, this player was with the Indianapolis Clowns of the Negro Leagues. When outfielder Bobby Thompson broke his leg, which you remember Bobby Thompson, right? The shot mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, this opened the door for this future Hall of Fame great. Who was it? I can't uh, and I'll give you a hint. He was black. Thank you. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Yeah, of course. Okay, uh, I'll give you a hint. Uh, think of the Milwaukee. Hank Aaron? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. It was Hank Aaron. Because uh, I, I, you think Bobby Thompson, you're thinking of the New York Giants. But I, I don't know. Did, did Bobby get traded to the uh, to He must have. He, he must have left the Giants and gone with the, and gone Braves. the Braves. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Vern, you wanted to bring up a couple of things. First of all, uh, programs to be cut by colleges. Yeah, this 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 has been a big issue across the country, and and I guess the big spotlight is on Stanford University, which which just just made another thirty billion dollars in endowment. I mean, they've got more money than seemingly the Catholic Church, and <laughs> and with 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 that all that money that the school has, they still have had announced last July that they were going to cut. 11 programs, 11 non-big revenue generating programs at the end of the school year. Well, one of those programs, Stanford Wrestling, had a wrestler, a redshirt sophomore, a guy named Shane Griffith, who this past weekend went to St. Louis and against all odds, won the NCAA championship in the 165 pound weight class. So, and, and then there were chants of keep Stanford Wrestling cascading from the, 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 the arena in St. Louis, it was just a real kind of a goose pimple on your, on your, on your arm yeah. kind of feeling because here's a program that's raised $12 million itself just to save that sport. And yet the school is just saying, no, for, it's, just, it's just not enough to sway our, our decision. Wait, it, 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 it all comes down to money, doesn't it? I mean, the, the only reason they cut it is because of money. So, if they are, if they can raise enough to be self sufficient, wouldn't they be able to continue? Wouldn't you? Think? And yeah, that's my thing. Wouldn't you think twelve million dollars would be enough to sustain at least one sport? I, I and, and, yeah. And and, and 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 the and the other the other ten sports are are, are doing fundraising on their own. I was and, gonna and say you do fundraising. All, they all this money pledged and still. Uh, you, no one has gone on the record from Stanford. To, to announce exactly why they are doing this. And, and how big is their endowment? It's, it's what, well, I mean, I, it was, it's gotta be in the billions because yeah, 30, 30 billion, 30 billion, 30, 30 billion. Yeah. yeah. Now I've been told reportedly that the athletic department is not allowed to dip into the endowment fund. Okay. Where, 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 one thing can get, but, but yeah. still, but still, it, it, in the case of wrestling, it's 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 like one point two percent of of the budget on game day, as opposed to football, which is thirty percent of the athletic budget on game day. So yeah. I, I I just I, but, but at least in at least in uh, it, it, for football though they you know they they sell tickets. So you get a lot of revenue coming from ticket sales. Have you ever seen a wide shot of Stanford Stadium for a home game? I see a lot of empty seats. How about you, Mr. Jackman? 
I, I, well, I mean, well, right now, yes. Nowadays, yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, in the old days, you know. But yeah, I mean, overall, it's it's a hard sell. I mean, the the it's basketball and it's football that bring men's football and men's basketball that bring in the lion's share of the money, and the rest of these college sports are all kind of tagging on. Yeah. yeah what about baseball? I mean, is that, are they cutting that uh, too? No, it isn't a huge. Oh, no. It isn't a huge money maker. No, but, but are they cutting that? But still, but still, but no, I, I would, I wouldn't think so because Stanford in baseball has been one of the top five programs year in and year out. Same with swimming. Same, same, same with a lot of these other sports. But, um, but uh, the, these sports like sailing, and they're saying wrestling, and then I, 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 I can't think field hockey. Maybe I can't, I can't think of the other. Just, kind just of, don't get rid of bowling. Just Wrestling don't get rid of bowling. surprises me because as a sport, it's one of the least expensive sports yeah. to, to, to have. But yeah, you know? what's, the, I mean, what's the equipment? You know, a little head mats. thing? Yeah, mats and the, the headgear and, yeah. and singlets. Well, it's traveling. It. It's got to be the traveling part. That's got to well, be. Well, you know, and, and you've, got, you, you've got one coach, maybe one part-time assistant yeah. coach, and they're in charge of, you know, the accommodation. You, know, you got to feed these players. You got the travel arrangements, all, all the kind of stuff. They got to, you know, they're – I, I, I'm sure the budget isn't that big, yeah. you know, to go from town to town. But I, I, I just remember the Olympics wanted to get rid of wrestling. Yeah, I remember that. Like Greco, sports, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't get rid of wrestling. I, you, I, I'll stand up for wrestling. Now, do they have? Did I'm trying to remember. I remember they have Greco wrestling, but do they have other? They have they have two different kinds of wrestling, don't they? In the Olympics, yes. it's not just Greco. Well, they had they they have had in the past um, judo. Obviously, is that's not really similar to that. Um, and uh, uh, obviously, they have you know the the different weight classes and all that. Um, they yeah. used to the original original wrestling uh, original Olympics back in Greece. They had what was called pan craze, which is basically what you have today as MMA, except. There were basically no rules, including, I believe, back in the day, you could bite your opponent. <laughs> and was it to the death? Uh, very close to it. <laughs> wow. you, you would, you, you, until your opponent could no there was no judging. It was literally until your opponent could no longer continue. Uh, a tap out. Right? No. It was <laughs> like they were, they'd have to be out on the ground and, like, you know, drag. Unre uh, unresponsive? Yeah, and wait, wait till Caesar does this. Wow. I don't think we'd have the guts for pan craze these days. You'd have pan a lot fewer you wouldn't have many repeat champions. No. <laughs> kind of a weird name too, pan craze. Yes. Um, you know it's so funny uh, for some reason. It sounds like a disease. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. man, so, he got pan craze. Pan craze got him. Yeah. Do, do you guys yeah. for, I don't know why, but for some reason this reminds me. Do you guys remember the old odd couple, Felix Unger and yes. uh, sure, of course, yeah. Okay. So there was an episode where uh, Jack Klugman, who's a sports writer, uh, meets a uh, princess from some really, really tiny country. And he was going, gosh, I never really heard of that country. He says, well, you know, we did actually have someone in the Olympics. And he goes, really? Well, what sport? She said, all of them. <laughs> he goes, how did, how did he do? He goes, he died. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I like that one. Okay. Uh, so, Vern, uh, you also wanted to talk about the disparity in the workouts via COVID, men versus women. 
Well, this has come to light in the in the in the NCAA tournament with a Stanford women's trainer took a video with her camera phone of of the of of the conditions around you know the women's program. You know, the might have been maybe a couple of weights. It's just this big open area. I mean, really not much to it, as opposed to the, the men's side and 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 their their workout room just so so much more elaborate and she yeah. just. The, the, the point was made where, you know, this is just, this is just not right. I mean, it's embarrassing to the NCAA yeah. that to have these, these conditions for, for the women where we're, where, where, yeah, better conditions for the, for the men. Even you know, Tara Bander, I, I am kind of, yeah. Coach spoke out publicly about it, about how just, it, it's just, it's just embarrassing for the NCAA. And, and, and after that, after that came to light, Dick Sporting Goods, another sporting good company, they're like, hey, well, here, we, we're, we're here to supply you with, with, with anything you need. And, he, and even the NCAA had to, you know, take a little double take and back. They, they, there, there been some kind of mea culpa since then, but it just, it, it just took that kind of exposure for somebody to step forward and make and take. I mean, it's just, it's just so embarrassing, you know. Do you yeah. think that they would think ahead of time about something like that? And and you know, it's possible, you know, maybe women need to train a little differently than the men for muscular stuff, but not no, to the degree of that being weights, are, weights are weights, though. Oh, I know, but I'm, no, I'm saying it's, uh, and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying it's, I am saying it's still wrong, okay? But I'm just kind of curious. Uh, this is more like a separate question. Is training ba basketball women versus men, is it different? And again, I, I don't think so. I don't think so? Okay. I, just because of muscular development. But again, I'm totally in agreement with you that it's just embarrassing. They should, they should have given them the same kind of equipment. Um, I, think, I, I think the core strength and I, I, is just is – is is certainly certainly the same for for, for both and uh, yeah there might not be any like like you know upper body like muscle strength or whatever but uh, but still uh, these these women are as as conditioned and as strong as ever. You know, I will say on on the pro wrestling side of things that I know that the women train alongside with the men. Yeah, now that they know. really do need all the strength. The funny thing is, is that you don't need a bunch of strength to be shooting you know free throws, right? I mean. Kareem Jabbar never worked out with weights except for mm -hmm. uh, a heavy rope, and he never actually, got hurt he because of that. He actually studied the martial arts. True, true, but I mean, I'm talking about like heavy lifting stuff. He no, yeah, no. Back then, they, 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 they didn't. They thought that getting bulk on you made you a worse basketball. Yeah, player. and I, I, it doesn't surprise me actually. I thought probably still, but unless you're like a big center, just then came Orlando Woolridge. Well, I remember him. Yeah, Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the guy that I think changed everything from like saying, hey, you know, you'd be a great player if you didn't work out. And then people saw Orlando Woolridge and like, oh, man, this guy works out. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> hey, and guys, so, let, we're going to cut to a like quick. Here's our uh, next trivia question here. This pitcher was the first to win the Cy Young Award in both the American and National Leagues. Over 22 seasons, he played for eight teams. Who was this 1991 Hall of Fame inductee? All right, stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Sports Econ 101 is going to be right back.
like the town itself, Hotel San Luis Obispo is a cultural crossroad where an adventure becomes a life well lived. Located steps from downtown, Hotel San Luis Obispo is the perfect jumping off point for Central Coast adventures. Head to the rooftop for sips and small plates amidst lush planted greenery with stellar views over rolling hills. With quintessential California beach towns just up the road, Hotel San Luis Obispo is both a destination and an experience. Top off your day with a curated list of the best wines from the Central Coast at Ox and Anchor, a classic steakhouse with a modern twist. Call 805-235-0700. That's 805-235-0700. Or go to hotel-slo.com. That's hotel-slo.com. Hotel-slo.com. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Okay. Indeed knows unexpected demand can stretch your business thin. Uh, Leon speaking. Like at Leon's Plumbing. Sorry, quick as we can get there is next Friday. To stay out of hot water, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Live. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, along with Bernie Glenn and Russell Jackman. Second trivia question, this pitcher was the first to win the Cy Young Award in both the American and National Leagues. Over 22 seasons, he played for eight teams. Who was this 1991 Hall of Fame inductee? Oh, gosh. Who was, uh, who was that spitballer for the Giants? Um, there you go. Come uh, on. Come uh, on. Come on, he, Mr. Jackman. Give me the name. A, um, and he had a brother who played all uh, Gaylord Perry? Yes. Yeah. Very okay. oh, wow. good. Gaylord Perry. There we go. Very now he good. won Cy Youngs in both leagues. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty pretty amazing. Now, first, I, I got to bring something up. They just, they, just, they just came right, right out of the right blue. Out of the blue. I got to bring something up, and that is Vern Glenn did a little bit of moonlighting on us. And he, uh, uh, his, I was listening to uh, 95.7 The Ticket on, uh, on Sunday. And he, oh, 95.7 uh, The Game. Cozumore show. Uh, yeah, singing, Cozy. 
Yeah, he's yeah. sending in a, uh, I was driving around and they, they were talking about Vern Glenn sending in a uh, text, a tweet to uh, yeah. uh, Cosmore's show. And yeah, so, but the, 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 topic was, the topic was 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 current sports movies that are out there. Or any and, sports uh, movies. And, and, I had just, and, and, and I had just done an interview and a story on a guy from Alameda who is the star of this basketball movie that's in theaters called Boogie, and they and they just whatever whatever reason they just could they just couldn't come up with with, with any movies, and and so I'm just and I, was, I thought I had co- it was sports I movies I had, that were based in the Bay Area. That was the that was the topic. It's a, or, or or had some kind of Bay Area tie, and uh, and I, I I thought I had Cozy's cell number, and when I when I realized I didn't, I uh, I just I just tweeted to him because I knew he would I knew he would have his tweets there, and that's 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 when he that's when he saw my tweet. The good and news is he mentioned that he was that, that you were on a sport. He was on a sportscast. He was on a, po- a sports podcast. Yes, he referenced the show. There but he didn't mention us by name. He didn't oh, that, that rascal! Name. How can so he? You're gonna have to take him to take him to the woodshed. Next yeah. time. <laughs> you know, bring up Come on, Jim. On. Come on. And it broke my heart that nobody mentioned Beyond the Mat when we were talking about uh, 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 sports yeah. movies <laughs> that were based in the Bay Area. I, I just couldn't get to, uh, to to the cell phone fast enough because I was actually going to do a job. <laughs> but I was going to call in and and, and give uh, Cosmore a hard time for hard time. not mentioning <laughs> Beyond the Mat. Because that was based, that did have part of the movie based in all pro wrestling over in Hayward. So, oh, okay. All right. So and, that was and, and, and in the 80s, there was a movie called on the edge or above the edge i think it was on the edge it was a it was a runner's movie starring bruce stern and pam greer and okay. they filmed a lot of the scenes in mill valley it was loosely based on the dipsy race which wow. is a, here in moran where we live and bruce stern was this black bald <laughs> runner who had cheated in the olympic games it was black and 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 so the the the, the period of his suspension had been lifted and he was going to make his big debut in the Dipsy race, and they weren't allowing him in, and so the race started, and he like jumped in at the start and just took off. <laughs> and then there were a lot of uh, a lot of my coworkers. I was at Cron at the time that that, that were in the movie on the productions oh. and, and 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 the re- reporting. So very cool. You know, and you Bruce Stern, man, uh, very man, he's a great actor. You know, think I think about uh, how the late the latest one that I remember him in was the Chappaquiddick. Did you guys see that? About Ted no. Kennedy. <clears throat> so he plays Joe Kennedy, the father. Okay. And if you look at old pictures of Joe Kennedy, he looks exactly like him. Oh, but he, hey. Exactly. Amazing and, what yeah. makeup can do. Oh, you know? oh it's just perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. In fact, he was, yeah. in, uh, he was also in uh, Coming Home. Remember that with Jane Fonda mm-hmm. and Chris Christopherson? Yeah. He's also uh, the father of Laura Dern. Yeah, Laura Dern. Who's yeah. A, a character actor in very, uh, very sundry films. You know, funny, movie, so uh, the dinosaur movie. Yeah. Back there, you Jurassic know, Park. Um, oh, Thank God, you. That's right. So, uh, Russell, you know, you're 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 into the wrestling, and so you know all the little, little wrestling bit. movies and stuff like that. And for me, it's bowling. And I remember in the '70s, uh, it was the, I think it was the late '70s, uh, a movie came out called The Dreamer. And all of us bowlers were really excited because it was going to be a movie about bowling. Mm-hmm. And it was a terrible movie. And it was like, oh, this is like terrible. They have like well, you 215. You got Kingpin. I didn't really care for Kingpin. Well, that's all you, you like. It? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it had some funny things to it. But, 
you know, there were definitely some funny parts to it, but uh, it was a little bit over the over the top. You're lucky that there's even a bowling alley still in Marin, you know, given yeah. given the future of that sport. It, it's it's unfortunately really going by the waysides, and a lot of bowling alleys are big victims of the of COVID nineteen. But yeah, I was going to say eventually, you know, back east, it's big back east because when it's cold, you want to do stuff indoors. Indoors, right? <laughs> uh, by okay. the way, is it is it the is it the arrow or is it the pins? What's your target? Uh, the arrows. The arrows. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mine's the bumpers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I play those like pinball. Like this bounce back and forth, back and forth, and then go in there. And I use the ramp thing. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I, I did. I I did not know until I kind of did a little deep dive in a couple of human interest stories that uh, you you have a spare ball, and then you have the spin ball. Yeah, the, yeah. I I never really did get into two different balls like that. I mean, it totally, totally makes sense because my natural thing is to throw a hook, you know, and have the right. side weight and all that. And uh, and you miss a lot of ten pins that way. So a straight no, ball. Is good. But it's funny because I was thinking about if I ever got back into it. I might start doing what some of these guys do, whereas just put two oh, fingers. Two hand? Yeah. Oh wow, man! Uh, you know, I mean, it's amazing how much the, the, revolution the power you that they generate yeah. on, on the release. Unbelievable. Yeah. Do you think people will will feel okay at any point in time about shoving their hands in a ball that somebody else's fingers? Yeah, yeah, because you know you can spray a little, you know. Uh, Disinfectant. Uh, disinfect, thank you. And they'll yeah. all go share a big bucket of chicken wings all together, you know. <laughs> <laughs> then they spray the shoes, you know, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that two-handed bowling, that's as close to the, the, the Fred Flintstone-like <laughs> uh, style that, 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 that I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, a couple of quick things here. Uh, so Deshaun Watson now has Oof. 15 accusers. Well, I think it, I think it's I think it's north of twenty now. I'm calling this. I'm calling this right now. Watson for Russell Wilson. Those guys are going to switch spots. They, they, they before the before the season starts. I see Russell Wilson playing in Houston. I see Watson playing in Seattle. But what's going to happen just in general if with all these accusers, you know, because the NFL has this, you know, uh, Watson's got to be the holier than now person. Watson's just got to get out of there. It's it's poison. The whole thing is is poison. Yeah, right? but it's not just it's not just Houston. I mean, if he's accused, he's accused, and what's going to be the fallout from? Yeah, but the lawyer that, that is accusing him is like, and I I'm a lawyer. I is is the kind of lawyer that other lawyers are like, like stay away from. Yeah, stay away from me because this guy's got terrible reputation, and it really does seem. I mean. The, the the problem is the timing of all of this. If all of the if 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 Watson had been getting along fine, and then these accusations came up, I'd find them credible. But the fact that they're trying, you, you know, the owner is trying to get leverage on Deshaun Watson. It seems so suspicious. Well, to well me. is it one lawyer who's handling all twenty plus? Yeah, 50? yeah, it is. He's just digging them all up. And, and it's kind of I I I don't like when this stuff is brought up. I mean, how long ago was this that this all these accusations happened? They're varying from from different time frames, and it again seems all assembled because why weren't these things brought up? Exactly. You know, prior to this, prior to them having an, a, a contract negotiation, I just I, that to me seems very dirty pool. When all of a sudden, you know, you're at an impasse 
in, in contract negotiations. And then one side produces all these terrible things about the other side. It, it seems very manufactured to me. As, as a lawyer, Mr. Jackman, I'll pose this to you. No matter what happens, don't you think the court of public opinion has poisoned it all? I mean, it's yes. Just, just wherever, That's why he's wherever, got to get out of there. Yeah, but but Mr. Jack, wherever he lands, there's going to be. But that's the difference is that when he gets to Seattle, we've seen it all before, which is that you get the clean slate. You go, you change uh, where you're at, and suddenly you're the new fans are. are, Like, but but I don't, I don't think it's going to be a clean slate because you're gonna, you're gonna have, you're you're gonna have a long line of women picketing the team that brings them in. But they don't have any uh, proof that any of these allegations are real. Does, does it matter? Yeah, court, court, court of public court. opinion. Yeah. Now remember Michael opinion. Michael Vick, right? And, and in this in this in this case, the court of public opinion will always side with a woman. Yeah. Always. Well, especially if there's so many of them. You know, it's one thing if it's just one person. I do agree with that. It's when, yeah. when it's he said, she said. That that's an equal proposition. But when it's he said, they said, it yeah. gets a lot tougher. Yeah. A lot of they. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot, yeah. Because I mean, when yeah. Mike, Michael Vick, you know, after the dog fighting situation, you know, he went to prison, came out, worked, worked out. You know, he went through to, to a different team, and people kind of uh, they didn't necessarily, you know, this completely. Atlanta was fine. It, and it's the, the people, as soon as he, you know, threw for a ninety-yard touchdown or ran for ninety yards, the Atlanta folks, you know, said, "What dogs." You know, they, 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 it's, it's just, it's just the did, way did it he is. Go, did he go right back to Atlanta and then, and then Philadelphia? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if he had switched uh, right away. Well, wow. You mean hey. when the suspension was over? Did he go right back to Atlanta? That's um, what... I think he still had contract time left on Atlanta. Uh, I think okay. he still. Because he was, yeah. wasn't he in for like five years or something? Yeah, but they still held the rights to his contract. I no, no, I know, but I'm trying to think. How do you work out for five years as you know to get back into being in shape for quarterback? Again, fans were ready. You know, they forgot all that stuff based on if it's your team and the guy is scoring <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah, that's no, I'm, all think, I'm thinking about, about all I'm, the people of Seattle will care about. I'm thinking about physically, like you know, he, he's in a prison. You know, how much access? Well, what else does he has to do but work out? Yeah. Because you know. so, hey, uh, really quickly before we cut to break, uh, Mike Tyson versus Holyfield again potentially. Tyson's age fifty four, and when he fought Ray Jones at age fifty, who was fifty one, in an exi- exhibition match that generated more than eighty million dollars in pay per view, and that was just you know no offense to Ray Jones, but that's not the same as Holyfield with the bit bitten ear and that kind of stuff. And supposedly there's supposed like a uh, you know minimum guarantee of twenty five million each or something, and you know they're they're arguing over. I don't know if it's going to happen, but wouldn't yeah, that be a big? Highlights how poor the current boxing yeah. field is. That you you would have to go to two guys who are well past their primes to get a big payday. It it shows that we all are living in the past. That we don't look at boxing right now and the current boxers as people that we respect as yeah. champions or guys. Listen, if Ali and Frazier were still around, there would be a big exhibition yeah. for them between the two of them. 
All right. The computer animated corpse of Muhammad Ali is getting ready well, to fight. You know, it's funny. They remember, I remember a few years ago they did that. They go, okay, Marciano versus uh, Muhammad Ali, and they kind of do a simulated fight. It was yeah, kind of kind of like a kind of like a Mortal Kombat. Type, yeah, uh, yeah. Thing. It was, it was actually yeah. pretty interesting. Finish him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, <laughs> guys. Here's our third trivia question: Hall of Famers, baseball Hall of Famers. This player was known as Mister Second Base. Always seen with a wad of chewing tobacco in his mouth. Ugh. He won the mm. 1959 American League MVP with the White Sox. His only World Series was in 1959 to I'm watch out. his White Sox lose to the Dodgers. Who was he? I, I got no idea. I can tell you right now. Right? <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a name we would know. Uh, well, Mr. Jackman, probably not, but Vern, no, you should. I, I've checked out of this one. Yeah. <laughs> But it's funny because when I said Mr. Second Base, you're probably thinking of Ernie Banks, weren't you? No, I was. Oh, well, well, he's an outfielder. So, yeah. Oh, no, no, that's true. That's true, yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Stay with us, Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn and Russell Dagner. Our third trivia question was a little harder. This player was known as Mr. Second Base, always seen with a wad of chewing tobacco in his mouth. He won the 1959 American League MVP with the White Sox. His only World Series was in 1959 to watch his White Sox lose to the Dodgers. Who was he? Is he a Hall of Famer? Uh, well, he is because that's the trivia question. Is is, is, is yeah, Hall of Fame, team. Yes. Yeah, there's not that many. There's not that many second basemen in the Hall of Fame. Uh, not Rogers Hornsby because he played with a different team in a different era. All right, I'm going to have to give uh, it to you because we're going to run out of time. Nellie Fox. Ah, uh, I would. Yeah, I would, uh, that's I, a tough one. I think hey, the only Nellie reason Fox, you might know, it, know, but uh, but yeah. I, I, I would the only reason would be because the Chicago White Sox. Next week it. NBA trivia. Next week NBA trivia. Okay, <laughs> are you guys ready? <laughs> Excuse me for our puns slash. No, but that won't stop you. That's Bring right. It won't stop me. Hey, Burton likes these. Okay. Well, th- first of all, this is just a, uh, uh, a, a, a a nice easy one here. So falling down is not a failure. Failure comes when you stay where you have fallen. You know who said that? Socrates. Is that right? That's Socrates. That's pretty good. I like that. Okay. Very wise. Yes. Okay. And why was the why was the gardener so embarrassed? He wet his plants. Oh, I I like that. (laughs) That That was a good one. All right, that was like, a good one. Yeah, I was going. Okay, you like this one. Sometimes I read some of these ones and I go, eh, "That's so stupid, I can't even say it on TV." And you podcast. say, "But I'll definitely say it on the show." But I'll say, "Well, I'm no, gonna, I don't I'm need gonna, to do I'm it on gonna, that. I'll I'm do gonna, it on I'm there." Gonna, I'm going to have to post that one. I'll, I'll, I'll you like that one? Okay. That one. All right. Here, how about this one? And lastly, I just sold my homing pigeon to eBay for the twenty-second time. <laughs> Many very happy good, returns. Very, very good. That's right. See, Vern, I always think of you when I come up with when I come up with these. Like, yeah. But Vern like keep coming. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Ecom 101, where we're going to have some basketball trivia for Mr. Jackman. We'll also be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Adios, America. Oh, well. Good night, America.